Welcome back to the podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Yes, 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 beloved. We know, of course, we know they have taken the YouTube channel down. Of course, of course, of course, we know. And we seen it coming, right? It's uh, (laughs) a... the writing is on the wall. And with us, every time we get up to 10,000 subscribers or close to 10,000 subscribers, they take the channel down. They did it before, right? Um, First go around, the platform was like 10, 10 and some change. They took it down. Then it got around to about 8,700 and change. They took it down. But we can see it from the analytics what's going on because they start to kind of like shadow ban your content. And that's like the writing is on the wall. They give you a couple of warnings. And actually, I was at that time just on one strike. But it didn't matter. They just jumped from one to three. It don't really matter. I mean, we seen it coming. We don't trip because we know that these platforms are owned by the devil. It's no big deal. They can take up. Uh, they can make big who they want to make big. They can take down who they want to take down. It's no big deal. Um, we just excited to get out to the family and continue to deliver good content. Read good and powerful comments because this is the online village and it's, it's okay. right? We just put a new channel back up. Um, we used to kind of like take the older videos and just swap them back over. But we're just, we just kind of keep it from here going up. Right. From this point going forward. But we are not surprised. We've seen it coming. We predicted it. It's kind of like in the numbers too. Like it's in the numbers. Sometimes you have to because we don't audit the numbers. But it's kind of like in the numbers. For instance, like we have like a little bit over a thousand followers on Spotify, right? Just a thousand. We're not talking about Google Podcasts, and uh, we're not talking about Anchor. We're not talking about the rest of the platforms that we own. We're just talking about Spotify. With little over a thousand followers on Spotify, we can put a conversation up. And that conversation that gets to 15 to 1700 to 2000 and it keep going up, right? We're talking about just the views. In the same breath, we can have 8,700 subscribers on YouTube. We can put something up and it get like 100 views, <laughs> 150 views. People like V, we don't get no notification. We don't see anything. We don't know. And I'm like, the writing is on the wall. <laughs> we can see it, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going to move forward with the content. We appreciate everybody for uh, reaching out and showing support and The comments is very, very important to us here, right? Uh, The good thing about the YouTube channel coming and going and coming and going is that it doesn't cost anybody any money. It's just the support that we're here for. The comments is the engine and the fuel to the machine. We make our own money. So when we make content, this is just a family talk. Today, the family is going to talk about a conversation that our brother, Brother B. Harris, has put on the table. He has put on the floor through an email 
that he sent to us in the middle of August. And in this email, he was talking about two men having like a debate, our brother Leo Muhammad. And uh, it's an Arab cat, right? He's a Muslim. His name is Ali Dewa, right? Um, so we're going to talk about religion a little bit today. And I want to talk about vibration. I really, really want to talk about vibration. Um, and I don't want to offend anybody with this conversation, right? Because I'm going to bring up some concepts that I think a lot of people have heard. And at the same time, they may have not heard this before, right? Um, before we get started, let's say this, right? Because this is what I think is happening to religion in our village, right? Um, it's all about the mission. The mission is everything. The goal is everything. If you are a part of a movement, you are part of an organization and you have no mission, you have nothing. You don't have nothing. The mission is to reform our people. To bring us from a dark place of the lower self to a higher place, which is the heavens, and our higher self, right? In a savage state, law is needed because law elevates the society. You know, so you want to rid your village of adultery and lying and murder and stealing, cheating, envy, jealousy, etc. That is a very low vibration of activities of emotions. And we know emotions is energy in motion. So if you hate your brother, that's the energy you're going to put in motion through the form of striking or hurting him or hurting her, which is harmful. The goal is to be righteous. And on this podcast, the definition that we have for righteousness is harmless. A harmless person is a righteous person. But that is the goal to have the members of our village harm less right it's nation building time and you have to build the nation with the family union so we need law religion though whether you are Baptist or Methodist or Presbyterian or Catholic or Apostolic Nation of Islam Holiness Church, Church of God in Christ, you're a Mormon, you're a Jehovah Witness, uh, you're a Sunni Muslim, you're a Shiite Muslim, Orthodox Muslim, uh, you are a Hebrew Israelite. Sometimes I think what happens is the mission is lost, right? And then we become sidetracked. And we point out the issues with the program. We start identifying the program 
and we don't look at the progress we just look at the program for instance right if me and my sons had their own way of waking up and we turn it into a religion it'd be an interesting thing right because see the way that I wake up I'm old school right so for an example I use the old school alarm clock it wake you up in the morning you hit the snooze you get about another five or ten minutes you're gonna get up you make it happen this is how I wake up through the alarm clock right my son Yemen he don't use an alarm clock he uses a cell phone to wake him up he have a lot of different things he can program a lot of alarms and it'll get him up in the morning my other son Malik he doesn't use the cell phone he doesn't use an alarm clock he uses television you can program the television to get you up in the morning so if we all ministered to the village about being woke I might sell my brand or I may bring the village my program of the alarm clock and then Yemen may say, no, no, no. My program I use is the cell phone. And then Malika say, no, 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 no. I use the program of the television to get up. If we focus on waking up, we can tell the people whatever program that works for us because we can only speak out of our experiences, right? Because we're going to have a conversation about something I'm going to tie in to what's going on with Leo and Ali. Leo is our brother. Leo Muhammad is our brother. Nation of Islam from Limey Land. And Ali walked up and had a conversation about him. We're going to talk about that. But again, that's my brand. It's the alarm clock. Then you have also the cell phone. And then you have the television. If we become short-sighted and become foolish, we start just pointing out the errors of the program that we use. And we take our eye off the ball of being woke. Waking up. Getting up. That's the goal. If I use this program and you use that program, I'm looking at the end result of the... I hope I'm making sense, right? Um, I got something on the stream And it's called The Fall of America It's written by the most honorable Elijah Muhammad Because we're going to talk a little bit We're going to talk about two Muhammads We're going to talk about the most honorable Elijah Muhammad And we're going to talk about Muhammad from 2000 years ago And we're just going to have a conversation about And we're going to add the rest of the family in Our Hebrew Israelite brothers And sisters And uh, our Moorish Brothers and sisters Five percenter brothers and sisters we're just going to talk about the whole tribe the whole family and we're just going to make a big pot of gumbo and then we're going to point at the mission how about we all do that together right um fall of america by mr elijah muhammad we're going to go to page 51 right and i want to cook on the paragraph and there's some key words we're going to ha- really have a conversation on. But I'm going to just cook on this one paragraph. I'm not going to jump around. And this is in relationship to what Brother B. Harris is talking about with the debate that Leo had with an Arab named Ali. Right? 
Our predicament and position makes us the victim of deceit of these great scientific deceivers, the white race. They put us to sleep as babies and they know the type of noise that will awaken the sleeping baby. Let's underline noise. Right? Let's do that first. Let's go back and underline great scientific deceivers. Let's do that also. The noise that which Allah in the person of Master Farad Muhammad has made and he has missioned me to continue to make that noise until all of our people are fully awakened from the slumber of the arch deceiver of the nations of the earth. Let's stop there. Mr. Muhammad was a wise man, beloved. In that paragraph, that word choice, noise, it jumped out to me. What is noise, beloved? What is noise? Somebody making noise. What does that mean? In the culture, we say, that, oh, man, uh, John Morant making some noise out there. LeBron James making some noise out there. What is noise, though, when a person is making noise? Because Mr. Muhammad said it's in the noise, and it's a certain kind of noise that our open enemy know that we need as original people to be awakened. It's a certain kind of vibration. It's a certain kind of noise, right? I'm going to say some things and I, and I hope I, I don't want to offend anybody because even though we're talking about Arabs today, we're going to talk about some Arabs. All across the planet, the original people is living in different versions of him and herself. Our original identity is Asiatics because we're original people. Asiatics only mean that we are from Asia. <laughs> Many of us with knowledge itself know that Asia is not that place in the East. When the whole land mass was one, all of the earth was called Asia we were taught who is the original man the Asiatic black man let's stop that's me that's you now since we know that the black man is the original man again like we said earlier we know the original people live across the planet in different versions of him and herself. Meaning, when you see the brown man, you see a brown version of yourself. When you see a red man, you see a red version of yourself. When you see the yellow man, you see the yellow version of yourself. This is the original family of planet Earth. Right? Because we're going to say some things. And I just want to be clear that... We're all aware that we are the original family. We're just going to have a conversation about Ali and our brother Leo from the Nation of Islam. Right? Mr. Muhammad, again, he used the term noise. There's a certain kind of noise that's going to just shake up and wake up the black man 
and the black woman of America, right? Noise is like, um, noise to a certain degree, it's a nuisance. It's almost like it irritates, it's noise, like it irritates you a little bit. Uh, it's the vibration that it's, uh, it's an explosion. Um, it's just, it's just, it's a disruptive vibration that won't let you get no peace. Because peace, depending on the person that you are, is sleep and slumber. But noise keep you woke. Noise keeps you woke. When Mr. Muhammad said he brought a certain kind of noise, that's all wise, right, and exact. That noise is the original man is the black man. That's noise. Then many of our people is Christians. And then Mr. Muhammad say, well, Jesus is a black man. That's noise. <laughs> when you tell people the black man is God and the white man is the devil, that's noise. <laughs> See, they're not used to hearing that. All the angels is black. God is black. That's noise. You're born with the nature of freedom, justice, and equality. That's noise. This was the noise that woke up and shook up the black man in the wilderness of North America and got him standing upright. In the same breath, the Arab and Islam, he has a noise that's beneficial to him in the East. It does nothing for us in the West. Our brother Leo Muhammad is better than me because, beloved, I wouldn't have, there's no debating with no Arab. We use the similar terms. We may use Islam, but what Islam means to us in the West, it means something different to you in the East, and it's okay. Because the ultimate mission is to provide law that will elevate your society to steer them away from, again, committing adultery, lying, murdering, stealing, cheating, backbiting, gossiping, overeating, right? This is the mission. To bring heaven to your people. And heaven is what? It's a state of mind. Because the original people taught that the kingdom of God is within you. Now outside of you, beloved, you're not a devil. See, he's a man of captivity, disproportion, and corruption. That is his nature as the devil. That's noise. Nobody taught us as black men and women in America that we had an open enemy. We walked around like we had no enemy. And the enemy that they were trying to point out to us was a spook. It was an invisible enemy. We couldn't see him. We didn't know. And somebody gave us a different kind of noise and woke us up and said, no, he's not invisible. You can see him. This is the law of correspondence. So as it is above, it's going to be just like that beneath. If there's a heaven and earth, and we know that there, we know that it is. If the kingdom of God is within you, that means your mind is the sky. Your mind is heaven. Your body is earth. So when heaven and earth is going to pass away, a new Heaven and earth is coming. A new mind frame, beloved. A new body. Because so goes the mind, so, so goes the body. 
knowing that old body I had passed away. That old body is full of pork. It's full of toxins. It's full of things that would tear up. We got a new body now. It's a new earth. It's a new mind. We're different. We heard a different kind of noise. We don't we don't do swine no more. The Arab may say, well, we don't do swine either, but beloved, it took another man, the same man, Mr. Muhammad, different than the Muhammad of 2,000 years ago that said, the black man and woman need one meal a day because the devil is putting so many toxins in the food. If you eat three meals a day, he's going to ruin your temple because you are the temple. The temple is not outside of you. The temple is in you. The devil taught you and I that the temple was outside of us. The devil taught us that the church is outside of us. But there was one that came amongst us and said, no, it's in you. You are the church. The church is just the assembly. That just means a congregation. You are the church. You are the temple. It's not outside of you. Because you thinking what is sacred and what is holy living outside of you is making you wicked. So you would get your act together for three or four hours on Sunday. And you go down to the church house. You say, well, I ain't going to cuss in here. Right? <laughs> I ain't going to bring my liquor up in here. I ain't going to bring my side woman up in here. I ain't going to have no sex up in here. I ain't going to smoke, drink, or cuss. I ain't going to do nothing up in here. Because you're taught that something is sacred is outside of you. And then you got around some people with knowledge of self. And they said, no, it don't work like that. You are the temple. So if it's improper to do it there, it's, no, it's not no there. It's not no temple over there. It's not no church over there. It's not no mosque over there. It's in you. So you can't escape acting improper if you know that there is a better way to conduct yourself. I'm going to put this on the table as well. We're talking about Muhammad from 2,000 years ago. I know there's a lot of cats that's Muslims. They rock with the platform. We appreciate you, right? Again, there is no debate from the east or the west. Similar terms is being used in the west. But it's not the same thing that they mean in the east. So there is no debate. We focus on the mission. When the Arabs say Allah, he's talking about a spook in the sky somewhere. That's, that's what the Arab is talking about. When he gets on his knees and he bump his head five times a day, he's praying towards Mecca. He's going, he's he's praying towards Medina. And he's, yeah, this is okay. That's his thing. When you're in the West, another man told us Mecca is Detroit. <laughs> and Medina is Chicago. That is Mecca. That is Medina. That same man said, beloved, when you look at the black man, you seen Allah. When you look at the face of the black man, you have seen Allah. You seen God. God means power and force. Is that not right? God means righteous power and force. Righteousness means what? Harmless. So harmless energy. Freedom, justice, and equality is a harmless energy, which means when we talk in energy that devil means adversary. Satan is a fancy word, but it just means adversary. So the devil is a wicked power and force. 
So the, the righteous and the unrighteous, they can't live together. They can't do they can't live together because if the if the wicked is in charge, he's going to he's going to bring strife just because his nature is different than our nature. But the Arab never came to America and told us about the nature of the people of God and the nature of those that are the wicked. They didn't teach us nothing. To totally be true, all the Arab really did with Islam in America is use it as a tool to uproot the seed that Mr. Muhammad put in us. That's all. See, when Mr. Muhammad said we shouldn't eat no pork, he stood on it. He put businesses up. So you see the nation of Islam, beloved, they won't sell you no pork. They won't sell you no alcohol. They stand on what they believe. In the same breath, this Arab who going to debate you, who calling himself a Muslim. We're going to talk about that term, what Muslim mean in a minute. But he'll sit up and debate you. And in the same breath, he's going to turn around and sell you pork. He's supposed to be your Muslim, brother. He sell you alcohol. Listen, Detroit or the city right outside of Detroit. Let me say that. It's, it's Metro Detroit, but it's a city called Dearborn. Don't you know Michigan has the, the city of Dearborn has the highest Muslim population in the country? The biggest mosque in America is in Michigan. It's in Dearborn. They will come out and debate a brother from the nation of Islam over Islam. They did nothing to reform you though, beloved. They never made no noise to wake you up. They never did it. If you really kind of check out Elijah though, when Mr. Muhammad was on the scene, he didn't break out that Quran much. He didn't build no nation with the Quran. He didn't build no nation with no Bible. He built a nation with lessons, and those lessons are called the supreme wisdom. There's nothing to debate. The Arab ain't got no noise for nobody to hit. He ain't got no noise. They not, you can't take that Islam, that brand of Islam that the Arab got and go nowhere and do nothing with no man. It won't work over here. The vibration is not there. And the vibration is the most important thing because it's important that I listen. It's, listen. I have to really. We're going to cook on this family. We're going to cook on this. Language is not real. Language is not really real. Language is a vibration. It sounds right. So. Um, if I got my little. One year old, two year old niece or nephew, and I just got, I, I pull them to the stove and I say, hot, hot, hot. And I just show them this is not, okay, that's what I'm doing to show them that this particular object in the house can hurt them. So I tell them it's hot, hot, hot. I'm using a language, but I'm showing a demonstration because the mission is to get you just not to touch the oven. That's the technique that we may use here. You may use another technique in your household. We can't argue over the language that I use in the language that you use to get your toddlers and young people in your family not to touch the The key is they don't touch the oven. It's not for me to sit in the middle of the street and debate over Islam. It's not for me to sit in the middle of the street and debate with any of my Christian brothers because my Christian brothers, I know is within themselves and they're teaching freedom, justice, and equality. 
They may use different names. They may use different strategies. They may do some rituals. What, as long as they get into the freedom, justice, and equality aspect of it, of teaching those in our camp to do no murder, to do no stealing, no killing, and the program that they is is effective. Why would we debate one another to try to swap over? It's the mission. It's the mission. It does. It's not worth me sitting in the middle of the street debating with an Arab, because I know I'm. We from the west. He's from the east. And come on, man. I mean, like I'm not trying to figure out what is he. I didn't get it. And this Ali guy, he's getting other brothers from America. And this is something that our people, man, I just don't get it. But he get other brother from America to talk about different things that the nation of Islam is teaching. And we're looking at the mission and he's talking about doctrine. But if he was so concerned about what our people were saying to each other, they don't visit us in the prisons. Go to their grocery store and see what they sell you, man. Go listen to the tape of your elders and see how they were treated when he went to the Muslim world in the east go see how they was treated now we know peace be upon him he's no longer here our brother Malcolm gave us a story about how he was treated fairly when he got there you heard minister of fair kind of story he was loved now he's loved but it was some different kind of it was a little different he got some he's like he, he noticed some things that was going on over there did you hear our brother Khalid when Khalid uh, peace be upon him he's no longer here when Khalid Abdul Muhammad went to the East, he said, man, it was racism. Like he said, he didn't have a story like Malcolm. <laughs> there is no devil under the ground. Heaven is not in the sky and hell is not under the ground. Heaven and hell are conditions of the mind, states of existence and states of being. And so Jesus told us to stop looking for heaven in the sky. He said the kingdom of heaven is within you and that we are the temples of the living God that the living God lives in our temple and he does not inhabit the sky but he inhabits the higher realms of the heavens of the realm of the secret innermost chambers of the subconscious chamber of the soul of man and woman and this power bursts forth and emanates from him to set in motion a universal order I've been to Mecca seven times I don't know what dear brother Malcolm saw may he rest in peace I don't know what he saw I don't know about him coming back and teaching after he sent the postcards back here I am in Mecca and it's a sight to behold. Malcolm sent these postcards back to civil rights leaders. And it's a sight to behold. Here I am, sleeping on the same mat, eating from the same dish, drinking from the same cup, huh? with men whose hair, and praying, with men whose hair is the blondest of blonde, did he say it? Whose skin is the whitest of white, did he say it? whose eyes are the bluest of blue. Did he say it? This proves, he said, that this can be done. He said there are men here in Mecca who would be considered white men anywhere in the world.
but because they have Islam. Islam has changed them. And I believe that if the white man in America, Malcolm said, could get Islam, that Islam would change the white man. Oh, dear brother Malcolm, may you rest in peace. And we thank you for the contribution that you made to our onward advancement and toward our upward mobility toward freedom and, and liberation, freedom and independence and liberation and salvation of the black nation. But I must disagree with you. Malcolm, I don't know what you saw, but I saw racism in Mecca. I saw hatred in Mecca. I'm telling you what I saw. I saw racism and hatred in Mecca so thick until you could cut it with a knife. His story was different. So, so let me get this right. The people with the pseudo Islamic brand, they're really upright, they're really righteous. But it's the ones that's supposed to be the, the real orthodox. They got it from the turf. They got it from the land. They got more wickedness in them than anybody else. So what does that tell you? They need a different kind of noise. Because the noise that they got, it ain't even working for them. But if the noise that we got working for us, don't worry about the noise that we got. It's just a different kind of noise. Because we're going to a different kind of place. The kingdom of God is within you. That's something that Elijah taught. That's something that Reverend Ike taught. God is the master of mind that is within you. This is what Reverend Ike taught. This is what our brother from Harlem gave us the game. They were saying the same thing. All original people knew that the kingdom was is within them. The temple was them. The church was them. The devil came and made you think everything that was sacred was outside of you and it is not. You are heaven and earth. You are heaven and earth. So those with knowledge yourself would say the hereafter mean after you heard the truth, you walk therein. You sit your seven in heaven at once. That's in the lessons. Sit yourself in heaven at once. That means a righteous mind frame will put you in a righteous state. If I'm around five or six brothers and all of us got a heavenly mind frame, where do you think I'm at? You think I got to die to go somewhere else? If I'm around the righteous, where do you think I'm at? Where do you think I'm at? But if I'm around six or seven guys and they got a hellish mind frame, they living off the Lord self, where do you think I'm at now? Man, I'm in a state of panic. I'm in a state of fear. I'm around these niggas. Lower vibration. I'm not around the God-minded man. I'm around the lower vibration. So our mission or the duty of the civilized man is to civilize the uncivilized. To bring us all up to heaven. Which is the mind. You know, sometimes, man, you know, uh, you tell brothers that. And, uh. They may not get it. So you have to explain it to them in a way where you talk about the law of correspondence, you know. Such as uh, that is above, the same thing as that is beneath. So if you look above, when you go outside and you look at the skies, you're looking at the heavens, right? You see that the only thing that is temporary and that is confined and restricted is the earth. But the heavens 
they go as far as you can see they continue to go 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 now that's what's going on above it's the same thing as going on beneath now the heavens in your body is your mind so God's throne is in the heavens and his footstool is the earth but his throne is in the heavens the heaven of your mind our big mom used to teach us that big mom used to say put on the armor of righteousness when mama said that we knew we knew we ain't gonna go into the bed and grab some old stuff and try to make an armor like a real breastplate and a real helmet <laughs> we knew she was talking about the mind because the saints they teach you in the holiness church the battle is over your mind the battle armageddon is in your mind this is when you let something come up from the lower self and you start to pond on something and it's, you know it's wicked but it start to boil in you and it come up in your mind you have to debate in your mind should you do this activity or not but you know it is unholy this is Armageddon in the heavens of your mind and you are too beloved as a righteous person cast down the devil from the heavens back to the Lord self of the earth now if you take that literally and somebody start talking about Armageddon you think it's some angels finna come out they got wings they finna fly all in the sky they got swords they finna uh <laughs> look they got swords brother they finna come down you know I guess they I don't know if they uh updated the weaponry of the angels because you know you look at the old drawings they always got a sword in hand you know what I'm saying so I don't know they might have a pistol <laughs> Armageddon they gonna have an SK they gonna have a bazooka <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know if they upgraded their weaponry, right? But I'm just, so if you, if you, of course, we can't see things like that because we know, well, that looks a little foolish when you start saying, I don't think no angels got no sword. They finna go to a battle. No, beloved, that war is in your mind. All the battles that you're gonna have is the battle of your mind. So we must focus on the mission. And the mission is to civilize our people. And that's it, man. And I'm gonna leave it there, beloved. You know, this ain't no um, you know, we don't want to be disrespectful. It's a billion Muslims out there, and you know, their definition for being a Muslim may be one thing, and in the West, it's gonna be something different, right? Um, you know, many of us with knowledge yourself is thought that a Muslim is one that um who submits to the will of God right if you submit to the will of God and the kingdom of the kingdom of God is within you God is righteous power and force right and then your nature is freedom justice and equality this is why you are taught that you are born Muslim when you are original person not a religion you're born with the nature of freedom, justice, and equality. So you're born submitting to the will of God because that's your will as the original man. That is your original will to be righteous, to be harmless. Now, we don't know what he's saying over there in the East. <laughs> we don't have a clue. We're not even looking for the clue because we don't care. <laughs> we don't even care. <laughs> Yeah, if we, if we read a couple of pages out the Quran, that's cool. But that man named Elijah Muhammad, he didn't build no nation with no Quran, man. 
He didn't build no nation with no supreme wisdom is what he built the nation with. Supreme wisdom, the lessons is what he built a nation with. And we're going to leave it there. You know what I'm saying? How about that? We're going to leave it there. In the future, though, beloved, we may have a conversation on uh, heaven and earth passing away. In the future, heaven and earth passing because the kingdom of God is within you. This is why the uh, the Messiah from Palestine, I'm going to leave you with this. You know, it's very interesting how original people talk. Because non-original people, they don't get it. When the Messiah, who was in Palestine, he told the people that he was going to tear down the temple. He was going to build it up in how many days? He said three days. He didn't say Friday. And then first, first thing, Sunday morning. Ah, and I say, ah, he got on. Ah, no. It's not three days, beloved. He gonna tear down the temple. He gonna put it back together in three days. At that time, the devil had jurisdiction. The Romans, the Europeans, they had jurisdiction. So the reason the people didn't get it is like, well, wait a minute, the temple, man, that temple took man eighty. I don't know, man, 80, 90, 100 years to make. I don't know. Tear it down and put it back together. Uh, and take a. They were lost, man. <laughs> they was living underneath a trick because somebody taught them that which is sacred lives outside of themselves. They didn't even know when the man was talking, when the Messiah was talking, beloved, he was talking about himself. Peace and black power to your family. Hey, 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 beloved. We thank you guys so much for listening. We thank you guys so much for hanging out, beloved. This is indeed Real Black Content is Fun Podcast. I am your brother V, and we're going to get up with you guys later. Peace. Understand that Allah came in the person of you. Allah came in the person of you. Every one of you in here, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said, when you look at the black nation, when you look at the black man, you're looking at God. You thought that this was just some shallow, weak teaching. When you hear the members of the 5% nation say, peace, God, you think that this is foolishness. But that comes from the root teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. When you look at the black woman, you're looking at the goddess. When you look at the black man, you're looking at God. Now let's break that down. Let us go up into the mountains for a moment and see if we can understand from a high plane and a higher position. When you say that the black man and the black woman is God, what you are saying is that the same mind that set the universe in motion the same mind that causes the planets to spin at 1,037 and a third miles per hour. The same mind that fashioned in the major realm of the universe nine planets and distanced the diameter of the universe at 76 quintillion miles throughout the sphere of light of the universe. That the same mind that created the lower forms of life to the smallest and most 
tiny insect all the way up to the greater animals on the face of the planet earth to man and woman with infinite wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. The same mind that is responsible for that is the same mind that is in your person, black man, that is in your person. I want you to listen to me carefully. There is nothing that the mind can conceive and believe that it cannot achieve. The mind is infinite. The mind, when you go up into the mountains, that's why prayer is important. Prayer is not a spooky exercise. Prayer is not just standing in front of a wall. Prayer is not just bowing down and uh, making sajda, a soldier, a uh, uh, ruku. Prayer is actually meditation. Prayer is actually concentration. Prayer, if you will, is actually focus. Prayer is actually communication. Prayer is the infinite mind of the black woman and the black man tuning in with the infinite intelligence and power and force of the universe. Right. Prayer is to hook up and plug in yes, to the universe, to the juice, to the power. And when you plug in and understand that Allah came in the person of the black woman, Allah came in the person of the black man, then you can will things into existence. Your desire fueling your will can pull on the cosmos. And you can pull from the cosmos what you want to pull. You can rearrange the atoms in the atmosphere and rearrange the molecules in the atmosphere. And you can shape and form and fashion and materialize and crystallize whatever it is that you want to bring into existence. Because Allah came in the person of the black man and the black woman. But you must understand the only way to understand this is you got to go up into the mountain. You got to go up into the mountain. You can't stay on the horizontal dead plane. You got to be raised from a dead level to a living perpendicular, forming right angles with the earth, upright on the square, raised from the dead to life. But you got to understand who you are, black man.